now rocking with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. James Boy, Richard Ladder, and a couple friends with the show for your wrestling needs. Shopping out the rest of the IWC. We gon' tell her how it is. We gon' shoot from the hip. If they putting out trash, we gon' rip from the bits. Make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Now let's get it on the road. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd. And thank you for listening. SocialSuplex.com. BWB, what's up? Welcome to the November 19th edition of One Nation Radio. James, what's going on, man? Not too much, man. Cash money taking over for nine ninety two thousand. <laughs> Still, yeah, yeah. Even in two thousand fifteen, yeah. Uh, I, I guess, I guess nothing's changed. Uh. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, what you been up to, James? Oh, in the man. last week, it looks like we got some listeners. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. I mean, I guess you know, friends are telling friends word of mouth. Like, we, we gonna need it. Yeah, it's like, hey. But ain't no hey, budget behind this shit. Like, hey, we, hey, I've been checking out this super mediocre wrestling podcast with these two dudes that, 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 that sort of know what they're talking about, but not really. You should check it out. Oh, for real? All right. Look, I ain't doing nothing for an hour. Appreciate it, folks. Yeah, uh, make sure you guys are um, right into the show. Send us an email, uh, radio1nation at gmail.com, so we can answer your questions and. Join the uh, Wrestling Squared Circle on Facebook. I meant to put a like questionnaire thing out there today, but oh well, we'll get to it next week. So, quick question before we get started. Yeah. So, were you more down with like cash money taking over for the nine nine two thousand, or were you about it bought it for the nine nine or for the nine eight? I think I was down with the cash limit taking cash money taking okay. over for the nine nine and two thousand. Um, I know you're not for you know. I know you're not southern, so I you know kind of got to ask. The um, you know, it's kind of like it had to be a culture shock for you. Like, wait, these niggas have like this down there. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, like between outcasting and this and the New Orleans, like, there's like, no, what the hell is going on? <laughs> it was weird because around that time, like, I was moving like across country, so mm-hmm. like. It was, you know, I always listened to, like, going back on it, you saw me the other day when you were here. I was going yeah. through that whole Rough Riders binge. Mm-hmm. I remember I used to listen to that a lot. Oddly, I used to listen to, like, dance hall music and, you know, Rockefeller, like Bad Sean Boy. Paul and, no, like, it, okay. like, more like that. You know, I don't know if you remember the song. It was like, everyone falls in love. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I listened to that type of stuff a lot. I didn't even know who the artists were. Of course you did. Um, <laughs> then You were lucky if you even knew the words during the hook. Right. Half the time. Then I went, you know, I moved out to the West Coast after that. I got deeply immense all that West Coast mm-hmm. shit. I was, I was damn near, I was sea walking and all that shit. Yeah, Not, man, yeah. Like, yeah, they like, they, well, I'm from the West Coast. Yeah. Like, I was like that. <laughs> I get you. Teach you how to be, you know, teach you, taught you how to be a misogynist over that way. Dude. Yeah, you know, I was listening to, uh, <laughs> Uh, number three uh, on the uh, Chronic 2001. I just want to fuck you. I was like, I don't know, ten years old maybe. But uh, <laughs> so yikes! You know, I, when I heard like back that ass up, you know, I was like, oh, okay, yo, that beat is hard as fuck. Like, yeah. I, I, and you know, I didn't really know much about it. But and bling bling also I like you know because you know when you're doing this dance you know the bling bling like obviously this is a dish, this is an audio medium but like for for those that in the know like 
you can sort of, if you ever seen the bling bling video, you get an idea. Like if you're not too familiar with it, you can just imagine um the more money, more problems video when uh when Biggie said throw your rolls in the sky, you see Mason D yeah. doing back and forth. It was sim- something. <laughs> they're they're of, they're of the same phylum. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But uh, on to this wrestling. Uh, okay. Yeah, I've been uh, porting all these old wrestling video games into my tablet, so I've been playing like WCW NWO World Tour, the Japanese version with like 120 guys on it. Literally, everybody's on that shit, and I've just been when you unlock uh, Muhammad Ali. It's funny because they basically, when you have the boxers, you can knock guys out inside of 30 seconds and win by knockout. It's hilarious. Can you wait? Can you use your feet with the boxers? No. Right, I don't like think cheating. so. I don't think so. Um, the um, we will. Where, where do we want to start? Oh, speaking of getting knocked out. Oh God! I mean, we got to talk about it real quick. Sure, fine. Um, Ronda Rousey. Um, what the hell happened, James? She got knocked the fuck out. Like I mean, I don't know what else to say other than that. She got she got them paws put on her. Uh she I mean hands were laid upon thee and she was blessed. I mean you know. She had <laughs> I almost I almost made a line about Lake Minnetonka, but I will leave it alone. Uh I mean she got down she got laid up, tore up, man. I mean I, okay, so we we were at we were all at this at the same uh place watching the thing. Yeah. And we, you know, we were just going through talking. I, I mentioned, I was like, yeah, remember um, Christy Martin? You could, I couldn't remember her name to save my life. But remember, mm-hmm. like, she's been on the undercard for some of those Tyson fights. And, you know, for no reason, I'm just scrolling through her thing. And she's like, oh, she fought Layla Ali. And then find out, like, 2003, oh, she fought Holly Holm. Yeah. Holly Holm beat her. Like, dude, I remember her being, like, super, you know, like, she was, a, she was an attraction. Mm-hmm. And Holly Holm beat her. Okay, whatever. Didn't think any amount of it. Like, okay, it's not the same thing. I mean, you know, you know how Ronda Rousey get down. She gonna put that vine she, out. She on gonna you. put. She's like she's gonna get into a clinch or some type of situation where it's not gonna be you know back and forth with hands and it's gonna be over. And um, apparently not. Apparently not. <clears throat> um, so she decided to that she you know the last girl she fought she knocked out. She felt confident with her hands. Thought she could throw hands with a pro boxer. Wrong. Mistake. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. So any of y'all got to get the bright idea to run up on a boxer or anybody. Stay, <laughs> of stay that. in your lane. Yeah. Um, and then Holly Holm also, she didn't only put the hands on her. She put the feet on her as well. Oh, yeah. yeah which yeah. was uh, very impressive. I had an inkling Holly Holm would win. I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, I thought Holly Holm would win. But... I saw I that. No idea. I never seen her before in any type of fight. So I was like, whatever. We'll see. I was like, I was like, boxer. She's kind of tall looking. I don't know, man. Like Ronda might have some trouble, and I kept seeing those betting odds, and I was just like, man, I wondered. Like, them, them odds are, are pretty good. I, I, I'd be willing to, you know, throw away, you know, some light some money on fire, but I should have. I would have cleaned. I would have made two thousand dollars at least. <laughs> but on to this wrestling. Yeah. Um, we've had an eventful week in WWE from two UFC women to two women who headlined Monday Night Raw. It's unquestionably the biggest story in wrestling this week. Um, Is it really? Yes, 
it's all over the uh, over everything. Is it over the appropriateness of the of their angle, or is it be, or is it over there's the fact a, that they're man invented? There's a lot. No, okay. it's, it's the appropriateness of the angle. Apparently, Ric Flair had no idea about it. It wasn't cleared by anybody. Then there's news that came out that Charlotte pitched the angle, and uh, Charlotte's mom came out on Twitter and was you know obviously upset about it, but. Those that don't know what we're talking about, like basically Charlotte and Paige, they used the death of uh, Charlotte's little brother Reed Flair as a promotional tactic for the feud. Um, Rick, you know, I'm sure Rick cried on the on the spot. Um, <clears throat> like we said, Charlotte's mom was upset. Um, what did you make of the segment, James? Um, had its moments. Um, for the most part. It- it didn't really uh, work out that well. I thought um, I thought everything from the point where you know Charlotte said the thing to after was pretty good. Uh, I thought once she brought up her uh, Charlotte brought up her her brother, um, it was bad um, for her. I mean, I, I, I mean, we've all heard her, you know, in interviews or whatever, and every time she was brought up, she, you know, she just can't handle it. And you saw it there where it's like, wow, I can't believe they even decided to go this route knowing how this is with her. And, and all, you know, and probably knowing this company, they probably didn't realize that, you know, any, that, like, bringing up anything close to that will make her cry. Mm-hmm. Uh, to where in a point where she can't like function properly throughout a promo, let alone I didn't mind the, the fact that she's not strong in a promo. But the thing is this: she was really crying, but she but she's not good at making cry face, so it seemed like it was fake. Mm. Um, so <clears throat> I I I did like the uh, as soon as Paige dropped that you know that line, basically she was uh said that Reed didn't have much fight left in him, or didn't have a lot of fight in him, apparently died of a drug overdose. Yeah. Um, Charlotte basically leapt over the table and, like, lost it at that point. It looked like, you know, it was... It's just shock. Like, it's, it's a shock angle. Um, they are catching a lot of backlash on it. Um, I feel like they should have cleared it through the family, I'm of the mindset that almost nothing is too far for an angle in wrestling. People like um, been talking to Mike. He's going to be on the podcast and uh, and shortly um, coming up soon. But uh, he was telling me that in eighty, this has been happening for years. Like in the eighties, eighty five, Eddie Guerrero, yeah, Eddie Guerrero, who we'll get to also in a minute. Um, like they've been using death and angles um, in the eighties. Like Mike Graham and Eddie Graham, they were doing that stuff and. It was, like, even crazier then. Because, mind you, it's the 80s. There are no rules. Like, they're bringing in other wrestling family members to say, yeah, I'm getting revenge for my brother who died. Or, you know, stuff like that. I heard uh, a couple stories um, about things. But um, I just feel like they should have cleared it with the family. Otherwise, it's pretty low. Like, it just uses an angle. Like, they have these talented two women who they have to resort to doing an angle like this to draw up some interest in them because they couldn't figure out how to get them over for the last four months. I The one thing that I just didn't understand was why did they have a contract signing be the, the main event of the, the night? I mean, it, 
they do that, but... It, but um, what I mean is, okay, it seems like their decision to, for them to... Okay, how do we justify having them be the main event instead of Reigns versus Cesaro? Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll come up with, with this... With this, uh, you know, have Paige lob out this grenade. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, if you have to do all that just to make them the main event, maybe don't make it the main event. Yeah, maybe like try to let them get over how they got over in NXT. Like, (laughs) just let them go out there and have really good matches. How about that? But you know, they're they're definitely afraid that their ratings are going to fall any lower than they are. So that's why they handcuff these girls in like five and six minute matches when they could really make you know main eventers out of them potentially and make them real attractions. You know, if not main eventers, like you know, there's always as thin as they are, they should try anything right now. Uh, we want Sasha, but uh, moving oh, yeah, on. Yeah, she was on the TV. <clears throat> yeah, moving on. Um, we had, as you mentioned before, it was Eddie Guerrero. Along this past week, it was his 10 year anniversary since he uh, died. Uh, Eddie Guerrero was always one of my favorite wrestlers uh, growing up. I remember uh, Eddie Guerrero before he wet the hair. <laughs> where he was baby faced, just bland Eddie Guerrero in the white singlet. Bland. You know, you know it, like, the only difference between Eddie Guerrero and like being you know, white be baby faced Eddie Guerrero that you're talking about and he'll be Eddie Guerrero as he decided to like to wear the same exact outfit except black. No, no. He he basically he, when he turned no heel Yeah, he he went to pants. Just pants. Yeah, before he, he had to singlet or whatever. The singlet on the top. and the pants, okay. Whatever. So when he turned heel Eddie wet the hair and he started wearing the grease and he was bigger. He started wearing the grease. Like, you know, and I always like Guerrero. Obviously, um, I think him and Ray wrestled the best WCW match ever at Halloween Havoc 97. Um, And obviously, he had a great WWE career. He was a WWE champion uh, and he was over at a ridiculous level from all the research I went back and did. Um, you know, I wasn't watching during that era, but, um, what are your thoughts on Eddie Guerrero, James? Okay, so, when I think of him, um, like a lot of guys, I think of the Cruiserweight division, Mm -hmm. and, you know, those like, you know, 10, 10 or 8 or so guys that, you know, were in the spotlight, whether it was Jericho or... Ray or Malenko or Eddie, um, those guys were all just um, went just it was, a, it was exciting and it was a thrill to watch them all competing each other, you know, along the way. Uh, if you know, you just mentioned that you think that's the greatest WCW match of all time. I, I, you know, I really don't know, but I would say that if I were going to show somebody that never watched wrestling, um a match, a regular rules match, and not Undertaker throwing under, throwing <laughs> mankind uh, to hell. Yeah, I was. That would be the match I would show them. I would show them Eddie versus Ray. Uh, so yeah, um, dude was super talented, and you know, sucks. So, like he he did all of these things to basically he put the pressure on himself. You know, he had substance abuse issues, and he did all these things to his body to overcompensate for you know his lack of stature and it ultimately led to his heart just getting so big and you know 
just can't do that to yourself forever. And luckily, like, <clears throat> we haven't seen um, the amount of young wrestler deaths like that since Guerrero's happened, barring, you know, Benoit. But, um, moving on from there, um, but rest in peace, Eddie. Um, Billy Gunn was fired this week. Um, <clears throat> there was a reason, I guess, that he looked exactly the same uh, as he did in 1999, apparently. Um, he <laughs> Apparently, he was in a powerlifting meet, and he tested positive there. Then WWE found out about it, and I guess they were like, well, we can't exactly... You didn't fail our test, but we can't have you out here you know, coaching, you know, these youngsters. Uh, what did you make of this, James? You think they drug testing Bill Belichick? Bill, Bill Belichick? Yeah. Nah. You think they, like, you think they built, you think they, you th- do you think they're drug testing Jimbo Fisher or Nick Saban? No. Or Urban Meyer? Well, the thing is, they, they didn't test him. Like he he was in the powerlifting meet, the powerlifting meet. Uh, meet I understand. People. Like my my point still stands. Like, look, dude, I I it's just that's just nothing but PR. That's all it is. Yeah, whatever. Covered her butts. Whatever. Yeah, um, I guess we need to talk about the WWE title tournament. My question is, why did they just like put him in the rehab instead of fire him? Or like put them into the uh, quote unquote wellness policy. Type of thing. I would I would think you get a strike for that or something, but they yeah. Well, that's the thing they don't even test their them dudes. So that's you know what you, you know like they get to make this a, a lesson to the public like you know like people getting you know get in these situations you don't throw them away and wash your hands of them like you try to rehabilitate people. Whatever. <laughs> Wrestler on steroids. Uh, Who oh, knew? Like oh, oh, as Kirby said. Uh, oh, you made a mistake. Nah, you're done. Yeah. Go to hell. Just whatever. <clears throat> um, we had the WWE title tournament. Uh, um, roll on over Raw. We got three good matches. Uh, we got one disaster, in my opinion. Um, disaster. Uh, Del Rio and Callisto just you said it was did a disaster. It. I, I thought it was just a match. It felt like like just when you put it on paper, I thought that had a chance to steal the show. Like, but nah, apparently, Del Rio's not the same guy. They weren't booking them to have some you know, it's like some great match. They were just like, yeah, man, go beat him, <laughs> just whoop his ass. Like, yeah, it was just joining the points, but it wasn't like it was like it was even reverse Tamina. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I guess I had really high expectations uh, for this match. Just seeing, I know what Del Rio can do with the luchadors and as far as being a base and also going up there himself. But apparently, you know, they want him to get this Look, double get, foot stomp finisher over and it just it, isn't it, doing it for him. <laughs> was it worse than any um, Braun Strowman match you've seen? No. Okay. <laughs> We about to see another one at Survivor Series. They're about to man it with Undertaker. Um, We had Undertaker uh, fifty about to be the best wrestler in the match and the best in ring worker in the match he's in. And that's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Just terrible. What are they doing to this man? We will get to that momentarily. But we had uh, Roman Reigns versus Cesaro and a match that's getting rave reviews. I think people are jumping out. They're prisoners of the moment right now. 
with that match. I thought it was very good, but it's one of the best matches of the of on Raw this year. Like I felt like there's been five better John Cena Open Challenge matches. I said one of the best matches. I didn't say it was the best. <laughs> People are saying it's the best. Like they're like Dude, up there. Okay, just so like... every like every week, whenever we have a like three good, three really good matches on Raw, like every month, five weeks, whatever. I see online someone say, "Yeah, this is a, this might be the best match. This might be the best Raw of the year." It's like, dude, I, maybe it's because we keep track. We sort of keep track of yeah, stuff more. Yeah, we keep track of like, shit. Nah, dude. <laughs> like it was one of the better Raws of the year. Stop chatting. Like, I understand uh, there's been a good chunk of suck the two happening with Raw, but nah, man, they've done some good stuff this year at times too. Like, um, it ain't all been bad. Otherwise, no one will watch. Like, I know I, less people are watching, but yes. not all people are just saying, nah, I'm taking my ass to sleep or going to watch uh, some awful Monday Night Football game <laughs> instead. I know, I think back to uh, June in Montreal, the night Sami Zayn came out uh, as right. being one of the great Raws of the year. Obviously, the night after WrestleMania, the first two hours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I went back and like watched just a bunch of them. There were like some SmackDowns in the beginning of the year, too, like yep. that were really good. Yep, but you know I'm not watching SmackDown now. Apparently they're doing awful at the live gate with SmackDown right now. Like it looked like some TNA stuff. Why would anybody show up? Like, okay, so I think a lot of the issue, I think a lot of the issues that we have with this roster is that Bray Wyatt, Ambrose, Reigns, you name it. Like, pretty much everybody on the main roster besides Seth Rollins, Randy Orton, and Cena. A lot of those guys are getting over, or trying to get over, their uh, feuds and storylines half on Raw, half on SmackDown, or even mostly on SmackDown because it has time and they don't act like jerks and sticklers for time on a three-hour show. Mm-hmm. Um and when you are a person that has been, and if you've been conti- conditioned to know that SmackDown doesn't matter, like we have over the past four, th- three, four years, yeah. you're not going to tune in and watch it. Like, you know, it, so, so for example, when we, when we were, you know, for a lot of people just thought like, God, jeez, it's so awful watching this Bray Wyatt versus Ambrose feud. <laughs> Most of the stuff they were trying to get over was on SmackDown. And it's like, oh God, this is awful. This Bray Wyatt Roman Reigns thing, this is dragging on forever. They were getting a lot of that stuff over on SmackDown. The only issue is, like, they didn't show us any of it. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, oh yeah, why would you even bother showing you that on that on that terrible show no one watches anyway? Yeah. It's like, you're not, you know, you're not even trying to legitimize your, your second show at all. <laughs> So why, so why would we care? Yeah. Um, there, it's only going to be... Like, one thing I say with them, we know it's a it's not supposed to be sports. It's sports entertainment. But at least, like, present it in a way where it feels like things matter. Like, or wins and laws matter. Like, they're competing to be the best. Or they're competing... Like, we don't know why half of these guys are fighting each other sometimes. Um, but I don't want to get too far off the title tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, Ziggler and Ambrose had um, a decent match. Um, you, I, I don't know why you didn't like. I rewatched that match. It's better than I thought it was the first time. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I just want to share my logic with them. Like I don't know. Just with the babyface versus babyface match, 
Um, <clears throat> I always look at Bret Hart versus Roddy Piper and how they turn the heat up. I'm not talking about the blood in that match, but things change when uh, one of them slapped the other. I can't remember who did. Who Piper sl- probably slapped Hart. It might have been, yeah. Like, and it was just, I, I felt like if if he would have slapped like if Am- Ziggler would have slapped Ambrose or something, like it would have been like. I I would be like okay now I gotta really like so see okay what's going so on what turned up the heat between Cesaro and and Rom Reigns on Monday because they, they didn't have any exchange like that I think it was just the moves like and the fact Cesaro everyone wanted Cesaro like Cesaro came in with momentum that everyone was you know mad that Reigns was gonna win and Cesaro impressed in spite of him. Having That's basically the match made, yeah. Be impressive and go lose. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Dolph Ziggler, go be impressive, get us with some near falls and lose. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I just felt like Reigns versus Cesaro was a bigger deal. It was. It should have been main event. Yeah, but probably my favorite match of the night though uh, was Neville versus Owens. I felt like if they had like three or four more minutes, we could have got a match of the year contender, like a raw TV match so of the year contender. So, how many more minutes? Huh? How many more minutes do you think? Uh, probably like three or four minutes. Three or four minutes, so that have been, what, at least two more times that he would have tried to sell that he was going to get that man a red arrow? <laughs> like, <laughs> God guess, yeah. damn, how many more times are you going to sell this spot that you going to do and not get it done? Is like, He was you going up there and of, shooting star pressing. It, it, it reminded me of when, um, it reminded me of, I forgot which... Rain, I'm sorry, Reigns. Rollins versus Cena match they had. Mm-hmm. I think it was SummerSlam, where Rollins was trying to hit the Phoenix Splash and he like he tried like two or three times and everybody like either he landed, crashed and burned, or he had to land and flip out, flip, flip roll, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, look, man, just like stop, bro. <laughs> stop, <laughs> going up stop there. that shit. Why, why don't you try something on the ground? Like, yeah, like you you don't realize this is danger. <laughs> Uh, so, like, the uh, winners of those matches were obviously Reigns, Del Rio, Ambrose, and Owens. The same guys that were in the Fatal 4-Way match. Um, why did they just book this tournament so, like, it was just cut and paste? Wait, those weren't the same four guys? Same guys in the Fatal 4-Way Ambrose, match. Am- swap or, Ambrose me. and Ziggler. Yes, uh, swap Ambrose and Ziggler. I'm tripping. It just seems like they just cut and pasted this tournament when they could have done so much more. Just, like, add an old guy in and have him, like, have someone make a deep run. They don't have any old guys that can make a deep run on the roster right now. Mark Henry is sitting there waiting oh, for something God, to be done get with. Get the fuck out of here. You know? Nah, dude. Nah. You know, have Mark Henry cut an impassioned promo, which I know he can do. And have him come out there and say, you know, I've, you know, I've been, haven't been myself lately, you know. But you know, I, I you know I'm gonna be retiring soon. You know, I I want to take one last run at it and let him win like a match. Yeah, like they have Big Show out there in the first opener. God, they're going against Roman Reigns. Talking about you want an old guy making a run? Okay, make a run. Yeah, no, dude. Like who? Okay, besides Mark Henry, because you know that's not realistic. What other veteran guy could they have had? That's made it. A run? Mark okay. Henry's the only one I'm not tired of. Okay, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like I ain't trying to see no Kane. For all we know, Mark Henry's hurt again. Never know, never know. Um, well, you want our truth made that run since they're in <sighs> South Carolina, 
and they had to run that North Carolina uh, field. Let's <laughs> take, break, take you out to your hometown and beat you. I don't have a problem with our truth, but you know, some people do. But um, that's gonna wrap up our first segment. We're gonna come back uh, with more. Uh, this is One Nation Radio. What do you mean? So, uh, the Bieber dropped, right, James? Yeah, it dropped, uh, I want to say, like, Friday. This past Friday, last week. So how, how is that? I haven't heard it yet. It's good. Um, I mean, you know, I'm Speaking not, as a believer, you know. I'm not necessarily a believer. I guess that's his name is fans, right? I'm not in this fan club. I'm by, you know, I, I dig his stuff. Like, you know, he makes a lot of stuff similar to Chris Brown. So, I dig it. Um, I don't really know. This is third album, so our fourth or whatever you call that journal that journals thing or whatever uh, mixtape deal I'm, but, co- I'm considering everything um, an album okay so I guess <laughs> so I guess that's an album then uh, so that's his fourth album it, it's it's solid it's solid alright check it out um what else we had to talk about here today oh there's plenty um Survivor Series uh, is is coming up on Sunday mm-hmm. uh, almost forgot you know, WWE has done a Wait, well, I'm sorry, an awesome job. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So you asked me about Bieber that came out last week. Meanwhile, you know, damn well it's a Dell shit by to take over the internet for the next like month. I'm gonna attempt to hide. <laughs> Good luck. They gonna come find you. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I hope you don't play Pandora. It's gonna find you. Bro. Oh no, I don't. It's gonna I don't, I don't play life. Pandora. I don't do. Uh, All right. I don't know. Yeah, I'm. Sure. I try not to listen to the radio. All right. Good luck. I got my iPod. That's fine. When Adele come knocking on your door tomorrow, how come you're the only person not listening to me? <laughs> you're gonna, you gonna know. Look, and I'm like, I'm sorry, Adele. Like, you know, it's just, you know, I didn't know I upset you. Um, but Survivor Series is on Sunday. Um, they've just done a marvelous job building this uh, pay per view up. Um, are you being Are you being serious? Or are you being sarcastic? I'm being sarcastic. Okay, I, mean, I, don't know. Like, I think they've done an okay job. I don't think they've done like you know this ain't, like, this ain't no exactly like no WrestleMania twenty uh, twenty eight like, exactly. They um they have a Survivor Series match book. We don't know who's in it. <laughs> five on five. Wow. Um, I have a guess for uh, I I you know I I would book Cesaro Neville the Usos and Ryback against. Barrett, Sheamus, and the New Day. That would be my, you know, Survivor Series match. Uh, speaking of the New Day, you, uh, you know, they had coined a new iconic term on uh, Monday. Yeah, um, yeah. And it was basically um, Big E. Basically, um, he was just prophesizing, and he—that's what you call it. He was he was laying out words to live by. Words to live by. All right, so here you go. Can you tell I'm stalling for you? My grandpappy, he had a saying, Happy E. When life gives you booty, make booty aid. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, booty aid. Booty aid. I I just feel like the key of life has just been opened up. 
for me. Like, I finally understand what I'm supposed to be doing after hearing that. Just making booty aid. Out of booty. Yes. When, when life gives me booty, make booty aid. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I didn't think this was actually going to be a real philosophy that was going to be taken <laughs> or applied by people, but okay. Yeah. Um, so Big E, you, you, you know, you... You ruined the world, Big e. You inspirational genius. <laughs> All right. Um, on for these matches for Survivor Series. Uh, we have Roman Reigns versus Alberto no, Del Rio. After, I don't know if you know this on the sneak. Kofi was trying to be cute on the mic. Before, right before, after he said booty aid, right? All of a sudden, Kofi goes, I thought that was just called booty juice. And I was thinking to myself, nah, bro, it ain't called booty juice. That's truffle butter. <laughs> <laughs> That's truffle butter. <laughs> bro, I've had that same say for a few days now. Oh, my God. That's truffle butter. Hey, what are you talking about? I can't wait to rewind this and listen to that. <laughs> Alright, we'll go ahead and continue now. We got uh, Roman Reigns versus Alberto Del Rio, and um, I'm not excited to see this match. At all? You don't think it could be good? I mean, they gotta try to make it really good. I... I just... I don't know how the fuck... <laughs> Alright. Del Rio's gonna have to attempt to hit that finisher, right? No, he's gonna do the arm break. Because here's the thing, right? Oh, at least I don't know, but... He hasn't done it since he's come back. My, okay, here's my thing. Oh, even if... Even worse comes to worse, it doesn't matter because we just saw um, a match that people love between uh-huh. Cesaro and Reigns where they both sold arm injuries and continued to hit, use their arms to hit the hell out of each other. Yeah. Like, we saw Reigns have a shoulder injury, right, and then literally lift... Cesaro's ass off in this air with one arm and then drop him. Yeah. Like a, you know, and then we also saw Cesaro um, doing all types of Cesaro stuff with this allegedly damaged elbow. So <laughs> maybe that might spill over and they, they start, that's when they put over the um, arm bar. Everyone remembers the arm bar. Yeah. Um, I I just think the match for me it will be ruined if I see Roman Reigns try to go up to the top rope somewhere and he gets like reversed. like the match will just be ruined. I'm like there's no way Roman Reigns would ever be up here trying to come off the top rope on somebody. Like it's not well unless he's trying to give you a super Samoan drop. Yeah, no, I'm talking about just going up there by himself and oh, right, he gets right, caught right. up You're right. there. You're right. You're right. Um. Obviously, I, I got a man out here pulling out some new tricks. Well, yeah, we're gonna have you do a moonsault up there today. <laughs> <laughs> no, try this shooting the stars press and see if you let, don't land on your simple ass neck. Yeah, um, we got Dean Ambrose versus Kevin Owens. Um, and I'm kind of torn on who I want to win on this. Um, because you know, I'm a huge Owens guy. Um, and Ambrose, I feel like you can put the belt on Ambrose right now and just give him a run, like, and see, you know, what happens. Uh, whether it's a face or heel, however you want to do it. Um, what do you what do you make of this matchup? Um, I don't really know. I'll say this. Um, as much as people say that Reigns needed that match with Cesaro, which I do agree. I felt that Ambrose needed that match with that Ziggler that he ended up having on Monday because, you know, 
because he's such a he's so into the brawling stuff and you know the the ridiculous between the rope crap. Um, I like that move. That it seems like you forget that he can actually wrestle very 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 well. Um, so it was good to see that he can still be in there and do all the mat stuff. Or I mean, obviously, he, I don't think it's like you know you, lose you, it. you necessarily lose it, but it was nice to see him like you know. Kind of re- like yeah, I got this. Kind of take like a refresher course in the finer, you know, you know, the finer points of grappling, of the finer tussling. points of, of technical wrestling, you T- know, tussling with a bitch. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I think uh, that's my favorite word. Tussling, like, tussling. <laughs> yes. So I thought, uh, you know, so I I would like to see um, Ambrose advance, but either way, I'm good because I, I kind of think that. In due time, you can make Reigns versus Owens like a big deal thing, like for WrestleMania. Not yeah. to, not to say that you can't, you couldn't do that potentially with Ambrose, but I feel like you can do the Ambrose thing right now and have that carry you while you're trying to get guys back from back from whatever the hell Cena's doing or shoulder injuries or whatever mm-hmm. until WrestleMania season. And I think it could be like. Along the lines of a John Cena versus CM Punk type feud, um, and yeah. it'll divide those <laughs> sets of fans like in a way similar to that. Um, and well, I don't think it'll be much dividing. Like either either one of those guys goes. I mean, they're gonna be in Atlanta, so either one of those guys in that main event for that title with against Reigns is going to be the guy that gets cheered throughout yeah. the entire match. So, yeah. I, I mean. Yes, there will be kids there, but not that many. Like, they, yeah, you they know how to overpower these grown men. Like, you know how it is in these these places with you know these bigger cities that get the pay per views. Like, they, they you know they're not having that shit. Yeah, <laughs> just not. Um, Roman Reigns is is he gonna be the WWE World Heavyweight Champion on uh, Sunday? Yeah, he'll probably get cashed on. Oh, I totally forgot about that. I just want Seamus to go away. TV. I just want Seamus. Yeah, they have been. They yeah. Because think he was by his out, absence. Out of sight, out of sight, out of mind. Look, yeah. stay woke. <laughs> stay Look, woke. That's what that's what you need to use for your stay woke segment. Um, they. <laughs> uh, yeah, bullshit be, is on the horizon. My bro, I I'm looking at all the notes I've written down. Uh, the only part where it says Sheamus on it is during that Survivor Series match. If he's even on there, he could get... They could take him off there and, you know, substitute someone. They could put Rusev there if he's back. We ain't seen him in weeks. Yep. And, ugh, that's bad. Uh, (laughs) They, uh, you know, I think uh, we're headed towards either Ambrose or Reigns turning. Um, One of those two. I'd like to see Reigns turn, personally. Uh, and give Ambrose the run at being the top face for the moment. Uh, Cena's on the way back, too, so if you want to get John Cena versus Roman Reigns popped off to WrestleMania, I see Ambrose can be like how Mankind was, uh, who basically got him, got Rock through, and gave him a couple real man matches in the in the process. Was Halftime Heat involved in that, too? Yes. Gave him some real man matches in the process. I watched Halftime Heat sometime in the last couple months. Yeah, it was it was still like rather entertaining. Like Rock's hilarious. Yep. Like you get Ambrose to to play that Mick Foley role of you know kind of connecting the dots, you know, and then Cena uh, versus Reigns, you know, at WrestleMania, however you want to do it. 
that could lead to Cena winning the Rumble. I know people will just recoil in horror on that, but however they want to do it, they'll they'll get there. Dude, I think John Cena winning the Rumble will be worse than Roman Reigns winning the Royal Rumble. I really do. Like a third time, dude. Only Austin's done it three times. It's not even the fact that only Austin is like really. Like, he's John Cena. He ain't got to do this to get no fucking title shot. He's won it, what, 15 times now at this point. Come on, man. Like, give somebody else a shot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we can see. I don't know. How to, however they want to do it. Uh, maybe they can have, you know, collusion eliminate John oh. Cena. And... I thought you even to say something else. You know, maybe they have Daniel Bryan show up and win it this time for once. I love, man. I mean, they go. could. Let it go, man. They could. You know. not, look, man, this can't be all that stress and all that all that just like, animosity building towards the company. You can let that go, man. You keep watching this shit. You just let it go, man. man. Daniel Bryan will be back. Mark <clears throat> my words. Um, and sure, I believe that. Sure it, he'll be back. And I, I was listening to Dave Meltzer, like, and he was saying he believes that he rumored that he is cleared but trying to keep it on the on they're the trying top. to keep it on the sh- on the top. you know and i don't understand why they don't know what they have with him like i guess they look at it like he's ruined their wrestlemania plans the last <laughs> like two years in a row uh their plans, what last, they wanted to do. Well, last year was their... Well, actually, both years are dumbass fault, so I can't... You know, <laughs> they ruined our plans. Your plans sucked. Yep. How about how about that? How you love that? Yep. Your, your plans sucked. No hands. <laughs> um, sp- yeah. s- speaking yeah. of things that sucked, um, Wyatt's... <laughs> Bray Wyatt in oh, Braun Strowman versus The Undertaker and Kane oh, um, at Survivor Series. Why is why is Vince McMahon doing this? Um, it's the Undertaker's twenty fifth year anniversary, and I guess we're celebrating the twenty five years of the Undertaker by doing what Undertaker's known for doing for most of his career: fighting huge stiffs, fighting huge stiff, stiff monsters. Yes, yeah, stiff weird monsters. And I don't know if that's the idea behind it, but that's what it turned out to be. Um, the segment on Monday, um, Undertaker comes out uh, ready to basically light the mic on fire, you know, and, you know, right. cut, cut one of those epic Undertaker promos. Yeah, you know. we all know and love <laughs> the electrified crowd. Bray Wyatt, <laughs> Wyatt family. Uh, anything in the Undertaker's voice is funny, especially um, Yokozuna. Yokozuna. <laughs> Like anything that has to do with that, but um, Kane's out there with him. Uh, Kane gets the mic and he uses his regular corporate Kane voice, which just looks so funny with him wearing the mask. If they're gonna go ahead and just revert him to being Kane with the mask, I just feel like they need to bring out the voice box too. Just you know, just just take it all the way back. You know, they won't know the difference. What happened to Kane? We don't care. Um, but Bray Wyatt interrupts him, uh, basically kicks that fuck shit, and he gets whatted. Yep, he got the what's. Well, getting back to the Kane thing real quick. Just like, look, man, I don't know about him going back to the uh, yeah, 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 the voice box thing. Get a look. Um, I think the millions and millions of the Canaanites want to hear his voice. <laughs> okay. Canaanites. I think I think they want to hear. You know, I think they want to hear the 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 yeah. 
you know? the, vo- the vocal cords. Yeah. So I don't I don't know about that. Um, you might have to, you might have to workshop that one. We saw the uh, druids um, oh, and, and those yeah, the the druids turned on the Undertaker <laughs> and Kane. Uh, Fuck, geeks nigga. geeks wearing sheet masks underneath. Um, what did you make of this, James? I I was kind of shocked. I was like, oh my god, that was that was I didn't expect that. They turned on my dog. After all these years, all that, you know, I don't know what, what exactly The Undertaker does for them. Like, maybe, you know, Bray Wyatt is, you know, maybe he has better product or whatever. You know, he's selling this, this dream that he's selling to them. Do you ever, okay, what do you think of Marlon? Like, I know me and you, like, I don't know about you. My person, my favorite television show of all time is The Wire. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably right there with you. Okay, so... What did you think of Marlo, like, season four came up? Like, what do you think of, like, Marlo from season four on? I felt like he was a second-rate bad guy that never had true opposition. Okay. I felt like... Like, he just got compared lucky. Compared to... I felt like, basically, because there was nobody else in his way and everybody else that were, was better than him was either dead or about to die... Or um, in jail, in, in jail and couldn't <laughs> you know do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, he basically had free run of the streets while he was making all the same mistakes the other guys were like didn't make. Like for example, Stringer. If it was a situation where it came down to it, where Stringer had full power of mm-hmm. um, the Barksdale operation, uh, Marlo Marlo wouldn't have, he would have beat out Marlo eventually. Like just the plot situation was so messed up with the co-op and everything. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway. Like Marl, like Bray Wyatt is the Marlo of the supernatural shit WWE. Like he's the only guy around still doing it, and he's he's worse than everybody else has ever been. That's so so he's just so he gets to free, just run a muck. He just run, gets to run a muck on these streets. He gets to, Meanwhile, he's the worst. He just gets to bays and mediocrity. Like <laughs> bays and mediocrity. Like, y'all can't tell. Like I understand. Like we're not talking about a you know necessarily a supernatural person, but like just from like the the just the sheer terror and all that kind of stuff. Like mankind was way better than him. Speaking of things like Bray Wyatt, the other night we watched The Undertaker as the corporate ministry Undertaker. Shit and. Carmen, yeah, Carmen Ministry shit was better too, and he was just miles ahead of like the, like no, the presentation. Actually, of it. it wasn't Carmen Ministry; it was just the Ministry of Darkness. Yes, point, yeah. it was just a Ministry of Darkness, uh, and it was just like now that's a cult. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, now that is now that is now that is a cult formed against you know like, that bruh. that is a cult of darkness. Yes, absolutely. Like, yes. bro, like how did Undertaker convince Ron Simmons to wear them tight leather pants with the shirt tucked in? <laughs> Yes. Like how did how did how did he do that? Like, <laughs> like that's yes. a real cult leader for you. Yeah, you know about to marry these women. Like renaming out here. people, dark wedding. Yeah, renaming people like like the Midian blood sacrifice thing was so much better than you know. I remember when he strung Austin up on that crucifix, bro. <laughs> like where's, where's Bray Wyatt? What 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 like, outrageous thing is Bray Wyatt doing it out here? Bro, they, he's just dragging niggas and leaving them in parking lots. Apparently, yeah. Like back, you know, back in the day, Undertaker used to haul your ass off, bitch. You, you wouldn't see you for months. Yeah, or if so, you come back converted. You yeah, know? you know, that you too. you be wearing something different, or you have paint on your body, like or <laughs> yeah, like that Ministry of Darkness. Like they need to go ahead and like the and put their writers. Look, bro, they had APA and Brew. They made, they had Christian Edge and APA as goons. Look, they got Luke. Look, Bray White has Luke Harper. And that's it. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, uh, I, I suggest, like, give him some more guys. I don't know, like, and, and, and just make him fade further to the what background. You do? Give him the ascension? <laughs> oh, my God. You need to give more people that aren't over at all. Oh, my God. Like, who, can they, who, can they, who can they give to him? Oh, my God. Stardust? Oh, my gosh. The ascension. I'm still stuck on that. Oh, my gosh. Um, Dude, like... You remember when they, they just put, don't have any guys to give put, them. Remember when they put... They give uh, Jack Swagger. That man too clean cut for all that. I mean, you can put a jumpsuit on him. It ain't, it ain't really <laughs> too much. If too say, much. If you, say, if you say so. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't I'd probably see, think of a better guy. I don't see... I know who does need it. How about they take Zeb? I mean, they could. Take Zeb, make him a second target so he ain't got to say so much shit. So much dumb stuff. Yeah. And just let Bray kind of, he can play the Paul Bearer role. Let him, like, how about, like, you know, maybe this is a novel concept. How about we let Bray Wyatt wrestle more and talk less? And just beat guys. Like, beat geeks. Yeah. Like, get himself over for, like, a month. Like, for, like, a month. Just beat people or whatever. And then just, you know, oh, never mind. Because then you know what will happen if you just beat people for a week straight. They may just show up on somebody in the middle of a pay-per-view match, and I get I get be pissed yeah, off again. That's true. So he'll, never mind. He'll show up at like the Royal Rumble and then jump out on oh, somebody. Why don't they do this? Let him beat people like every single week on that Raw, and now all of a sudden like he just calls his he calls a shot. You know, I'll see you at, at uh, TLC, sucker. I mean, like he's not even booked in the match. It's like, what is Bray Wyatt talking about? Like they have an opponent, like and nah. You know, have next, look, next thing you know, they cut to the back. All of a sudden, you see that dude that he's finna fight laid out. Yep. Run it. Yeah. Like, they gotta do something with him. They gotta like, switch. They can't just all, every time it's... He just runs up on somebody with his, with his group of uh, goons. Yeah. Like... They haven't done a, a triple threat feud in a while. Mm-hmm. But I think this could be a time to start, like, experiment with that stuff. Because you don't have a true number one guy... Like, so what, like Ambrose Wyatt Reigns? Maybe not now, but... Because it will work. Like, like, let's say Ambrose turns on him, mm-hmm. or other way around, <laughs> either way. Um, one of them turn each other, and then it'd be like, oh, yeah. But then again, you want to see those three in the ring together? Like, okay, yeah. No, yeah. no, yeah, that's what I was like. Not right now, like down the road. Like, <laughs> um, Tyler <laughs> Breeze and R-Truth had a competitive match. Um... I know the Tyler Breeze fans out there had a mild heart attack when R-Truth hit his finishing move. Which huh. I, I haven't seen R-Truth's finishing move. Or, no, he hit that, like, uh, that axe kick. He didn't hit that rock bottom on himself. Yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, they had a competitive match. Uh, just thought I'd mention. Um, <laughs> hey, what else you should start mentioning, though, with him? What? You should mention that he's still not over. <laughs> His music comes on and the crowd still does nothing. Is I, I don't know. I'm, this, I, I have this a like soft four, spot for his music. It's like four or five weeks now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently okay. on SmackDown they booked Ziggler versus Breeze for Survivor Series, and it's on the card. No. So we'll see. Maybe those guys can go out there and uh, and do something. I hope, and I hope Ziggler kicks his face off twice. You know what I want to see? I want to see him throw his cell phone in the air and then like super kick it into the crowd, like. That would be awesome. Hey, man, that's, that, that's a little too much. I know bro. that's gimmicky. You know, you can't mess with his gimmick. Not even gimmick, French. I'm like, bro, you going to reimburse for his phone you finna smash? <laughs> bro, you ever seen Tyler Breeze's phone? I bet that's his real phone. Bro, it looks like he has an iPhone 4. 
<laughs> like he needs to upgrade that shit. Like, <laughs> I mean, that shit's just a prop anyway. You know what I'm saying, like, imagine that was actually like his real phone he was using every single week. He got to make sure. I bet that is right. his real phone. You think so? You think you need no paper to get himself upgraded? <sighs> I don't know. I Money like, might be tight. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he's on the main roster. They pay him better than the NXT roster, uh, the NXT uh, deal. True, but you got to pay for your own road expenses. Oh, it is the first 90 days. Apparently, over the first 90 days, WWE takes care of their road expenses, like their hotel, uh, travel, stuff like that. And after that, they got to pay for their own shit. Basically, all you got to worry about for 90 days is getting yourself over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And after that, if your ass ain't over, yeah, you might be you 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 do whatever you can to make sure you quit. Yep. <laughs> Terrible. Yep. Awful. Damn, damn, this company's awful. Yeah, they can't pay. Yeah, you know, we can't afford for you to, you know, for you to fly, you know, for you to come and perform at our show. Why would we? Why would we do that? Why we pay you enough money to cover that kind of thing? What do you think we are? A professional sports league? Yeah. What we pretend we are? Never mind that. It's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous, man. Okay. Um, WWE actually, uh, this is live right now. They of they issued an official statement on the Paige Charlotte angle, which I felt like they. Do you think they have to apologize no, for this? No, this, this is not this is not Pillman Austin home invasion. Get out of here, man. Um, it's like subject. Was it in bad taste? Yeah. Was it offensive to like people that you know that aren't the flares? No. A lot of people were outraged on it, and it, they're calling it disgusting. That's, that's, that's fake outrage. I, I feel like it is too, because I I feel like they there's been so much stuff in wrestling that's you know been distasteful, uh, and these folks claim they they want they're almost faking the outrage where. They want to give these women the chance to get over. Mind you, there's they can do it a better way, you know, obviously. But you have to put it out there. You have to try something. Fortunately, they tried, you know, a lowbrow, they made a lowbrow attempt at it. Um, they basically said, subject matter this personal is only approved as a result of the strong advocacy of the talent themselves, notwithstanding that WWE is ultimately responsible for what airs in its programming. You love how you love that it is. Basically say this, you know what? Um, Char- Charlotte said it was cool, but we do bear responsibility. It's one of those like that's that's okay. But, so but yeah, we still did it. No, like, you know you know how people you always say like I'm you know people like giving excuses for stuff. They always say like yeah I am I am um, responsible, but blah 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 blah. And then it makes them like they're not being responsible. Mm-hmm. That's a passive aggressive way of getting over without people calling you on it. <laughs> that's what you do. You just reverse it. I just I I just feel like they should have just let Rick know and uh, and. Even if Rick, the mother. Knew, but even if Rick knew, wouldn't it still be an issue though? Like on this scale, <sighs> I think people would still the fake outrage would be there still. That's my point. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, just is a bad thing. They already did something that wasn't like that wasn't worth it. And they, I kind of felt like they knew that ahead of time. They made a great point on uh, Observer Radio, like. They can understand if this was built to draw money. Like this angle isn't going to draw any, you know, it's not built to draw anything. Like, Wait, so people, they think just because even if it, if it was something that could draw that message, justify them being able to do something tasteless? Yes. Because it is wrestling overall. Alright. 
in that case, we might have to go back to being real barbaric, uh, real barbaric like it was back in the day, with dudes <laughs> and chains and shit. You talking about uh, if it'll draw? Okay, get out of here. No. Times have changed. I mean, the dude that's in charge, I don't know if he's exactly changed with him. That's the only thing. Like, uh, until, you know, he's out of here, you know. Are you serious? Out of power. You don't think he's, you don't think he's changed at all? Really? <sighs> Vince McMahon, uh, as far as his ideologies on what uh, top sp- stars supposed to look like. We can't <sighs> be doing that. Look, bro, look, Shawn Michaels was 20 years ago. Come on now. I mean, do you... And Bret Hart before that, too. How, Come how, on now. How much credit should we really be giving him for... Oh, yeah, I have probably the greatest in-ring performer. I have the greatest in-ring performer of all time. And, you know, the guy that's probably right, right there with him. I mean, <laughs> you, you, you kind of have to at all that right. point. He didn't do that with Rick or Macho Man. Well, they were older by then. Even back then. Like... Back in, back in like, Macho Man's heyday, he wasn't. Nah, Hogan, you go here and leg drop that guy. I mean, Macho got a Macho shot. Macho Man ain't never beat Hulk Hogan, as you always was. Yeah, say. that's true. Okay. He, he never All beat right. Hogan. Yeah, it wasn't his place to, All apparently. right, they was out there letting Sean beat Vader and Mankind and Sid and Undertaker. Hey, maybe, <laughs> maybe Sean was a better talker than uh, Savage. What? He had more leverage backstage, if you know what I mean. You know, the promotion was on his deathbed, you know. And Sean was like, you know, I could just take my ass to WCW, you know, and be buried in cruiserweight hell, you know. They wouldn't have made him cruiserweight. Bro. They wouldn't have. They would have treated him like... You think Hulk Hogan would have went out there and been like, yeah, we gonna let Sean Michaels rise the fuck up. Hell no. No, they wouldn't let him rise up, but he wouldn't have been a cruiserweight either. He, he wouldn't have gone for that shit. You know how Sean is. Yeah. Sean had been raising all kinds of little, little stinging and would have been whooping his ass every week. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey man, man, get this dude out of here, man. Fire get him. this dude out of here. Fire man. him. No, Ming, get this dude out of here. Oh, Ming. Meaning, like, you know, over the head, like, you know, got yeah. that man in the gorilla press position. Damn. But, um, yeah, they, uh... Mouthy prick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like we said, Survivor Series is Sunday. Um, always one of my favorite pay-per-views. Um, I've gone back and watched a bunch of old Survivor Series um, recently. Um, I was watching 96 in particular. Austin versus Brett. Um, Shawn Michaels versus Sid. Uh, if, you know, fake heart attack angle. If you want to talk about distasteless or... You know, tasteless angles. You know, they ran a heart attack angle. Uh, you know, full cardiac arrest. That was the... How did he... What, did he... What, didn't he... Didn't say punch uh, Lothario? He hit him with the camera. That's right. Okay. He hit him with the camera. Yes. Trying uh, to be on that Rocky Three shit. You know, and Sean was like... You know, Sean being the upstanding man that he is, forget right. forgets he's in the middle of a championship match, hits a super kick and decides not to pin Sid but decides to go 10 to Jose to prove you know what kind of man he is well you know what kind of man I saw I saw a loser (laughs) (laughs) I saw a loser you know wow this guy look that defeat broke me in half as a kid I was like fuck Sean lost but then you look at Sid and it's like well you know (laughs) you kind of are gonna lose to that guy you know uh, look, man, what other Sig, shit was I look, watching? 
I watched the uh, 2001 Survivor Series with, um, you know, the invasion. I watched a bunch of that stuff. It's just so funny. That Vince McMahon speech uh, before they, they go out there with uh, Taker, Jericho, Kane, Rock, and um, who was the fifth guy? I don't know who the fifth guy was. Big Show. It was Big Show. Um, and basically, he talks Wait, about... Big Show and Jericho were on TWWE? Yes. All right. Yes. He might have messed around and got been, both of them turned. Because had been there two years? I guess, yeah. All right. Mess around and turned on them. <clears throat> if this was real, you know, mess around and turned on them boys. But Vince basically um, walks through and he says... You know, the entire future of WWE is at stake. You know, y'all boys will be, you know, ridiculed for years. God. You know, like, I was like... You know, this, or, I'm not sure... That's so absurd. This sounds like some of the stuff that, like, I believe, like, Cena was saying during that, like, Nexus Survivor <laughs> Series match at SummerSlam. Explain that to me. Like, they couldn't, like, carry that over for three more months and get that and get that at a Survivor Series match at Survivor Series. Nah. Set up Survivor Series match at SummerSlam. Nah. Can't do it. Won't do it. Can't win with him. Was Brett, was Brett Visa on the line or somewhere? He couldn't stay in the country long enough to do this? Nah, that man was just one bump away. Speaking of that. He one bump away. He wasn't even bumping. You saw how that man got kicked out of that match. Like, Brett is an excellent execution. That man got that man was out here thumping dude on the ropes or, uh, or in the corner and got a five count. Come on, man. Speaking Brett of that. Brett is a how many times world champion? Seven time world champion? Five. Five? No. Well, WCW too. Uh, I don't know how many won in WCW. I, seven or eight, whatever. Yeah, seven-time champion. Doesn't know the rules. <sighs> yeah. Um, you know, if this is real. Um, I'd like to um, shoot on something real quick. Oh, God. Go ahead. Um, the, over this past week, it came out that uh, Nikki Bella had a serious neck injury. Uh, she had the bulging discs um, in... You know, her spinal cord. Um, it was said that, you know, she was close to permanent paralysis with, you know, possibly on her next bump. Um, I'd just like to address those folks on the internet that um, are spreading, you know, that are saying stuff like, you know, that's good. She'll never have to wrestle again. And just being really evil and negative about uh, someone that's basically going out there and trying to, you know, entertain you, whether you like, you know, what they're doing or not. And just being basically assholes about the whole situation. Like, I think that's very wrong. And I think those are the lowest. I'm almost ashamed to be like lumped in with those group, you know, like be a wrestling fan with those type of folks out there. Um, when someone, you know, those guys, guys and girls go out in the ring, they, you know, put it on the line, you know, and by I mean, put it on the line, like they're, we're talking like when they're 50 years old, we don't know if they'll be able to walk the right way. Forget that part. Like they're always one dumb landing away for, you know, like, um, like Aguayo. Right. Like it, it could be it could be the most innocent normal bump that it, all them dudes have taken a thousand times before. All it takes that thousand the first first time and they don't get up, right? You know. And the fact people want to laugh at that stuff and then also insult her uh, like via social media and, and all that that's just completely uncalled for. And I think you guys should basically reassess whatever the fuck you got going on. Um, Find something better to do than like text some nasty starky thing at some. 
some poor and some poor person with their with their fucking neck messed up like uh, whatever I, I mean you know how, you know how that stuff goes just people are jerks or yeah. whatever and then because of social media and you know a lot of just resentment at people doing things that they think are, that other people um, would like to do that just people are just like naturally just act like they aren't actually these people aren't actually human mm-hmm. you know you see it all the time with you know sports with people just complaining about athletes and even this so um it'll never change but like I would like to you know one of the things I sort of one of the few things about like social media I enjoy is seeing somebody put in their place for like social discourse like you behaving appropriately and somebody famous sees it and puts your ass on their on a retweet or something and then all of a sudden that their army just swarms on you and makes you delete your <laughs> turns your shit back into an egg I enjoy it. Like, look, man, got to do something to teach people how to behave. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, in real life, people putting them hands on you. But here... And in the case of Holly Holm, them feet. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> in this case, that's the best they can do. So, like, I, I, I love nothing more than watch Bomani Jones just put people up. And then also, like, I love, like, I'll wake up, look at look at Twitter, see something they've said, and then, like, go to click on it. Oh, it's been deleted. Yeah, somebody must have been kicking that that foolishness, <laughs> like that. Somebody must have been on that pure fuckery. So they, they realized like somebody screamed out, screamed down their throat and changed the act, and they had to like, oh no, never mind, never mind, never mind. Uh, you know, right? So it's one thing to be upset about someone's character. Yeah. It's one thing to be upset that you're mad that Nikki Bell is the longest reigning Divas champion of all time, and AJ Lee isn't anymore. Um, it's one thing to be upset that she's you know with John Cena and she has the position in the company that she had. And which is stupid in itself, but <laughs> the fact they want to take it out on her for an injury, I find that really low. And like you know, you guys suck. <laughs> you suck, pal, as uh, X Pac would say. <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. You suck, pal. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if you got anything else to uh, add, James, but I'm pretty much uh, well. um. No. I just had to, I just had to shoot on those. You know, I didn't mean to shoot, but you know, bang how, how bang. How far are we in right now? Sixty five minutes. Yeah, that'd be a good place to stop. But I mean, we could I could talk about the Adele album, but I mean, you haven't heard it at all, so <laughs> okay, right. I got a good number. I had a good number of jokes. Whatever. I guess we'll save it for later. We just talk off here, so it's fine. Well, you know, speaking of the Adele, we'll uh, you know we'll come back next week and show um, you know uh, and talk about it just a little bit. Um, but I don't know, James, if you want to play the listeners out with, um, send them on a, send them on a way with some, some, uh, you know, slow down nah, Adele. It's fine. Maybe next week uh, we'll get them to do Maybe, it. Maybe just possible. We'll tease it for a whole week. A whole week coming at you. But, uh, make sure you guys check out socialsuplex.com. Jeremy, what's up? Uh, check out pwponderings.com with, uh, Sierra Reed. Sierra, what's up? Um, and social suplex and everything else that we got going on. Um, really need to finish this Black Ninja article. I, I'm, I think it's going to be called Is Black Ninja the Rawest Video Game Wrestler of All Time? <laughs> you know, complete satirical comedy oh. article, so it'll change the pace. Uh, been so busy with uh, all the music and all that lately. Haven't, you know, really zoned in on the writing as much. But we will be 
back like The Undertaker, rising up on you boys. But this is One Nation Radio. Make sure you guys share the show. Um, send an email to RadioOneNation at gmail.com. Um, talk to us on Twitter at One Nation Radio. Um, James, you got two of those things. You got James Boyd ONR, James Boyd yeah. 87. I'm thinking of getting rid of um, the ONR, actually. Yeah. I'm just going with the James Boyd. Like, the reason why I originally started with two was, you know, like, I. It's kind of intrusive if, you know, you're just looking at a timeline of somebody and you only have a certain number of people. You know, mm-hmm. just like your regular friends that aren't weirdos like you that follow a million people and just stream down everything. Mm-hmm. And they're looking at you talking about pro wrestling, which is a bit ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so that's the reason why I had two, you know, so I can do, you know, basically sort of live live retweet raw or whatever, like mm-hmm. live blog or whatever, um, or any show. Um, but at this point, kind of care a little less. <laughs> you know, it is hard to keep up with both of them. So I might, I might just, um, might just move over just officially to James Boyd eight seven. So make I mean, sure either you... way, whatever you want to do, follow me. I will still have stuff for both until the time being, and I'll let you guys know either way. Yep, and uh, of course you can follow me at Rich Ladder thirty two, as well as the uh, One Nation Radio account. Uh, Make sure you guys get your questions in, get them read live on air, and uh, we will see you guys after Survivor Series uh, and girls as well. Um, <laughs> we'll know if uh, the company's going to sink <laughs> by next week, I guess. But uh, this is One Nation Radio. Later. Peace. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.